Hi and welcome to the Real Girls Club. My name is Lucy and today I'll be interviewing a director duo all the way from Bulgaria called Mina Maleva and Vesela Kazakova who will be premiering their film Women Do Cry at the Cannes Film Festival this year. I managed to grab them in Paris before they head off to Cannes and talk all about their film and their career as filmmakers. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you so much to take your time out today and talk about your new film, Women Do Cry, which will be um, showing in Cannes at the En Certain Regard section. Um, but before we talk about your new film, I'd love to know what were your first steps into the film industry and was it something you both always wanted to do? Actually, not at all. <laughs> this was a complete coincidence. I mean, or at least for... For me, because yeah, and also I, for I me, was, and also uh, for me, I was in animation, which is close to film. Actually, it's a um, it's a type of cinema, but I never dreamt of doing uh, this sort of cam and fiction films. Um, Directly, I, I, I come from a fine arts background, and Vesela is an actress. So we decided to try out. We had a she made a film about her mother with her twin sister, which is actually in the film, Liliana, um, the woman who jumps from the, nearly jumps off. And they uh, they said to me, could you do some scribbles, you know, animation and stuff on on their documentary? And that's how we started off. And it was then bought by Bulgarian Television, quite surprisingly. And then we had to. To set a company. company, and we decided let's see which company is uh, with the letter A, so we'd be in the up in the list. <laughs> yeah, it was a good idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we googled activists, and activists is actually political activists. We said, mm, okay, not bad, but actually we want to do art, so let's let's put a number. <laughs> That's how we we named our company activists. And 38. thirty-eight is coming from the caliber thirty-eight, so we should. So it's. Film, ah, filming, yeah. okay, I see. So it's related. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, Sorry, and uh, I every time I I was thinking, oh, how cynical she she failed becoming a filmmaker. You know, she she lost her job and her craft and everything. And and colleagues were laughing because if you try to make uh, films, you're, I mean, in Britain at least, that's my impression that you, if you're a serious person, you don't try to do film, indie film. Yeah. <laughs> so did the um, the director sort of duo, like both of you working together, like did that come about quite naturally then that you wanted to work together? Did it just seem like the right thing to do? I'm assuming. It's like an army, I, I would say, because when you are one, uh, there's so many responsibilities on set and so many things to cover. So in that case, we discovered that we can't do it without the other. So it's so connected to it and very like uh, we complement each other very well she's very visual mm -hmm. I'm very like concentrated on sound energy and I say she always stays behind uh, the cameraman <laughs> I never watch <laughs> what is happening in times of crisis quite like now if we weren't too I don't know what we mm. would have done honestly I mean one she sleeps uh, during the day, I sleep at night. So we, we kind of pass the ball. It's really crazy. We're finishing this all uh, post-production by ourselves. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's quite, quite hard. If it was one director, impossible. What did this? Yeah, and uh, also I, I found out very interesting thing during years because we are like, uh, we all the time make scandals. Our films, it's We really don't make them, they appear naturally. 
not, uh, of course, not purposely, but it comes out at the end that it's a scandalous film. So we found out that um, she provokes me and I provoke her. Yes. Yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been able to finish this film if we were a one director. Uh, physically, physically, emotionally, it's really, really hard. Yeah, it must be very difficult for them. <laughs> yeah, because we are like, uh, we say to ourselves that we are one. We can't separate anymore. It's, uh, it, it, it works very well. Some, some directors, they say, I can't work with another one because we are, we'll, we'll be arguing all the yeah, time. Yeah, we'll disagree and stuff. Uh, yes, but we do argue, of course. We argue as well, but, but we started less and less arguing <laughs> during the year. And uh, now we trust each other very well. So before working in film, you've um, done one other um, fiction film called Cat in the Wall, which I haven't had the time to see yet because I was, you know, I found the time to see your new one. But um, I will watch that because it's interesting because it's about Brexit and I'm from the UK. So, so it's very interesting to me. In Peckham, so it's uh, also interesting. You've also worked on documentaries before working in films with your company, Activist 38. And I noticed by reading online that some of these documentaries caused a bit of controversy in your home country of Bulgaria. Um, and I read in another article that you want to make films that are going to make society change. So would you say that, you know, a film that causes controversy or a documentary has got to sort of have that controversy in order to create that change? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, yeah. we can't think of a film that doesn't want to, to change something. Yes. I think it's ultimate, ultimate desire, human desire people to do films that change uh, things yeah and uh, but so because we we didn't come strictly from film environment yeah. from aesthetically mm -hmm. we kind of uh, are very drawn to real life and to real problems so we kind of really wanted to it's particularly for cat in the wall it was the whole point was about this uh, council tax bill not council tax uh, service charge bill mm -hmm. which was uh, 25000 pounds so can you imagine a little leaseholder being served this counts, uh, service charge for a minimal cosmetic repair of a, it's well, a, of a flat? Just, and this, if, if you Google, these problems are all over London, but nobody, nothing's going to be done about them. And in fact, we even yeah. decided to plot uh, in the whole block, which has 75 apartments, to, to go and interview all the, the people, what they thought about it yeah. and to, to even try and hack Southern Council's uh, website with these videos, bombard them, you know, because this is frankly like uh, money laundering. And, and this is at the bottom of Cat in the Wall, but otherwise we'd like to think it's like a comedy. It's mm -hmm. a bit, um, they've compared it to Ken Loach to our great... I was going to say Ken Loach does very um, gritty yeah. real films and I feel like you guys are on the same kind of... Yeah, um, you know, you're inter you're interested in the same subjects and topics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and also, and also, this it's not only about this. It's obviously there are Bulgarian migrants, and there is a cat, and so there are all these things. <laughs> so. And we are dragged by the absurdity of the reality. So I want to talk about obviously a bit more about your new film that's coming out, "Women Do Cry," which I watched yesterday, and I really enjoyed it. For me, I just. I remember thinking after watching it, I was like, I don't think I've seen any film with so many women in it, you know, <laughs> all at the center. And like with all such honest, honest and complex stories, I was like, you know, it felt very 
yeah, I just thought, I don't think I've ever seen a film like this where women have been portrayed in this way. So I was just really happy to see it done like that. So what inspired you both to, to tell all these different stories about all these different women? What was the sort of starting point? Thank you so much. This is maybe I should, Vesela should talk because it's her family. I come from family full with women. I have uh, two sisters and they are in the film. The complex thing to be a woman is very interesting because if you follow only one character, maybe you can't um, you can cover all the subjects on the, um, the female's existence and the female's feelings. But this happens just coincidentally. I think it's not uh, kind of aimed to do an ensemble piece. It was just um, we, when we started working on the film, we. We were thinking about this family of women and just between between reality and not reality it's kind of uh, maybe more emotionally uh-huh. uh, like emotionally connected but not like um, uh, the plot like not like uh, a real story I, I actually think that you and your sister who started writing the script act wanted to do a strong female driven story based on your own experiences and uh, to, in order to capture that, you had your family as a background, which mm. was uh, the funny concept about it is that they're three daughters of a father who basically disappeared when the, the third one was born. And so, you know, he, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, disappeared just for two weeks and then came back, obviously, but he had such huge shock and it's in the center. And uh, it's creates more of a satirical portrait rather than serious one. yes rather than serious but at the same time it does go deep yeah how did you both take on the challenge of uh, writing about all these different characters mm-hmm. usually the way we work we yes. when we write scripts uh, I'm behind the, the typing machine and she acts it in front of me <laughs> so she says now she does this and I, I write and I say uh, rewind rewind go do it again and she says, I, I've done it already. Now I, I haven't rehearsed it. So if you, if you miss it, <laughs> so, so it's, um, it's a funny process because really um, we do, it could be said that we write jointly, but the words come from me. And uh-huh. we are so, so open into the scenes as well. So when we start working with, with the actors, we, of course, we use the scene as a basis, but actually we do a lot of improvisation and a lot of kind of different attempts. We, we try to, to, to cover the subject from many angles. Many angles. And sometimes, sometimes it's very exhausting, really, because uh, it seems you, you, you drag the actor in, into the, the into the reality <laughs> a slight side note because I want to go back to talking about a few particular scenes that I found interesting how do you think the compared to your other documentaries um well this is not a documentary but your documentaries have had a bit of a, a bit of controversy from um where you're from and how how do you want this film to be received or do you think oh. you know how it will be received very good question we actually mm-hmm. wish so much wish uh, to stop with the scandals it's not something we provoked ourselves for example with uncle tony three fools and the secret service we we really thought we we're making a cute nice portrait of an animator mm-hmm. 
just to exercise, to, to step into the documentary business. And it's a film which is really full of goodness. It's positive and so on. And it turned the country inside out. Now this one, we think it has light. It's, uh, it's not a drama, drama, East European, mm -hmm. really yeah. depressing um, stuff. And we, we think though that there will be some, some problems. Uh, we actually have uh, cramps in our stomach just oh no <laughs> and even Vesla was saying can't we just uh, delay the the Bulgarian launch of the film because uh, there's just always something I don't know if we we provoke it or it's uh, something uh, that just happens naturally I mean from from my point of view I think it's um when you're doing something like you said that you want to make change with then it's it's always going to upset a few people and if you want to make something then you might just have to upset a few people and that's and for the rest that will enjoy it and appreciate it and be thankful for it i don't think it's always a hundred percent um <laughs> yeah. you know that's the same with any movie any movie at all i don't think it's always a hundred percent i everyone agrees with it so i had a, fu a funny time once i was animating um i think they did uh David Cameron and uh, George Osborne's these sketches for either for the not for the Guardian but one of these uh, platforms and um, you know it was a fantastically written uh, comedy show yeah. about their lives with a lot of irony and yes. uh, and really but really they were pushing it like yeah. you know with yeah. British humor and I had to animate that and I said but guys you've written this tomorrow what what's going to happen and they said, oh, we wish there is a scandal, but there won't be. <laughs> because <laughs> We so wish somebody could get upset. <laughs> so it will be shown for the first time. Um, the film will be shown for the first time in Cannes and then afterwards in Bulgaria. Afterwards in uh, many other countries. And we'll see when exactly to be in Bulgaria because we would like to travel a bit before we put the bomb in our country. <laughs> I was particularly interested in um, Maria Baklova's character, Sonja, who's really at the center okay. of it all, even though you were saying that the, the father was sort of at the center of it all, but not as present um, as all the women. Um, but Sonja really was sort of the catalyst for the movie um, while everyone's going through their own kind of pro uh, problems and trauma. So was that a decision on purpose to put someone in the center that has been diagnosed with HIV, to put her in the center of it? What was the, the reason for that choice? Yeah. Uh, absolutely on purpose. Yes. And it's, uh, it's linked to real events. And uh, it's um, basically it's, it's real. And it's, um, it kind of made um, a nice uh, center of the story because um, it's quite a significant thing, but we don't view it as, uh, as hugely important or as uh -huh. hugely dramatic. It's just uh, because we are triggering to this, yes, into this stigma around uh, about the the HIV, HIV. It's like a the most shameful basic, disease. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So it's very shameful, and also there's a, it seems you are whore. So mm -hmm. it's kind of we would like to to put a finger on this. Um, this intimate um, shame of the mm -hmm. woman link, link to, to the female trauma quite yes. well because uh, you know all, all diseases are traumatic but this is also combined with this stigma <clears throat> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, um, that's what I, f- I felt. I was quite shocked, actually, by the way she was treated, both by the doctor, um, <laughs> her sister initially, I guess. Um, but then, you know, she was there for her no matter what. And, you know, she said that I would rather it was me that got it. Um, you know, she, that's how much she cared about her. She she would, you know, think she would be better in that position. But you also read in a synopsis that uh, the women in the film were really on a fine line between like fragility and absurdity. And I did feel that absurdity when um, when Sonia was smashing up her laptop and then doing the rituals in the forest. And I was thinking, and then putting the makeup on her cats and things. And I was like, she's the, the is it is it the illness that's made her like that's gone insane or is it because of the stigma that's attached to it that's made her so overreact well not overreact I think she reacted in a correct way um it's definitely overreaction but it's uh, <laughs> both biological and emotional because we had a very thorough um, um, research with HIV specialists and actually with this disease um first the, the brain cells get attacked if you don't mm-hmm. take therapy so um indeed um schizophrenia appears and other mm-hmm. mental health issues appear with uh, untreated hiv mm-hmm. so this was um this is why we wanted to to show that um the disease has that side as well yeah and and this going going to to the beyond of the reactions because it's like uh, how you can sometimes uh, show that you are in such a tough uh, position like a state in your life uh, and if your reaction is not it should be absurd it should be ridiculous somehow mm-hmm. because of nobody course. accepts you you are like you are out of the game Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, that's why uh, it's also a female uh, reaction as well mm-hmm. and also Maria's acting must be said that we chose Maria out of 100 girls in, in Sofia how lucky we were I don't know because then she shot into fame but uh, she uh, was prepared to go beyond yes she was uh, I thought one. she was great yeah yeah, who just had this emotional maturity to understand the problem and to to wish to break boundaries, mm-hmm. which is very difficult for uh, women actresses mm-hmm. because vanity is involved and all sorts of issues. So she then showed her class, I think, yes. why she was so successful later on. Mm-hmm. And just uh, one last thing, I wish we had more time. Um, but just as a last question, um, how do you hope to see the future for women in film and in particular in Bulgaria? And if you have any advice for women that want to, to make films about women, um, what would you give to them? So sort of two questions in one, but yeah. We'd mm. like the girls to be very free-minded and very, yes. to be playful, to be, um, to not, to kind of try to to break off that chain which inevitably goes with uh, female directing in particular to try and have a bit of fun look at their male colleagues and try to to have fun really because uh, many women our colleagues we notice they are very um, stressed about so they try to calculate and to make things um, it's good to have fun and relentlessly push at this uh, yeah 
something and be probably be I also find the women um, very brave in their filmmaking somehow and I adore the way of um, only a few only a few we're talking here about everyone everyone okay we're talking the... about just Miller's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let's talk about Yasmila's Banich. Yes, so she went to Oscars. <laughs> okay, let's hope uh, that uh, women can do really massive, big productions, million, uh, million. budget productions, million. because I think they can. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Mina and Vesela. I certainly did and I found it hugely inspiring and interesting learning all about their career as filmmakers. I also highly recommend their film Women Do Cry if you get a chance to see it. If you would like to follow the directors on social media, their Instagram page is activist38. Thank you for checking out today's episode and I'll see you in the next one.